Hey Vikings fans, welcome to the Vikings.com postgame report. A dominant victory for the Vikings. Seven turnovers for Mike Zimmer's defense. And Ben Lieber was there to take it all in on the field. Ben, what was the sideline like at your old stadium? Not your old stadium, but your old city over there right, right across from San Diego. But what was it like seeing both your teams battle it out and the Vikings have a record-breaking defensive performance? You know, personally, it's it's a little weird. Um, I mean, I've I've been a part of these these games when these these two teams have played before already. So, just seeing my my first team on the other side of the field, not that big a deal. But what was a big deal was this specific stadium was where we had training camp for two years in 2003 and 2004, and uh, and we had practice you know all of August up here, and I'm very familiar with just the surroundings. So. To, to come in on the buses, to kind of be back here, it was uh, it brought up a lot of great memories uh, just being with the Chargers organization. But, you know, to talk about the seven takeaways for the defense, um, the mood of, of the whole team was, it was great. You know, it's what you want. I mean, it's that, that good feeling that you have as a player on the sidelines with a lot of smiles, uh, a lot of exuberation, um, you know, watching, you know, especially Mike Hughes, who I think has been battling and battling ever since he's been back, just trying to figure out, I think, the techniques that uh, he's been asked by Mike Zimmer to make some plays on the ball. And we all understand that he's, he's a ball-hawking guy. That's what he was in college. And, and we saw it early in, the, in his career, and then he gets injured, and we just haven't seen that same guy back. And it's nice to see him at the end of the game kind of close it out. I know the game was well in hand, but just a, just a nice little cherry on top uh, for this defense and for the team. The fact that he backed up Drew Brees for a couple of years early in his career, and now... You know, if you're going to pick as interception right there, that's Mike Hughes. Just how, how crucial was it coming into this? What was the mindset coming into this game that you guys kind of had to have it, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we knew we had to have this one, uh, especially on the road. Uh, and this is, a you know, a good team, a uh, great quarterback. And, uh, you know, they, they made some plays out there, but, we you know, we all came together, had fun, uh, tried to put everything together, all three phases. And uh, I think we did that pretty well today. And, uh, you know, we came out victorious. The, the, uh, it feels good, but um, you know I want to give a, a lot of credit to our defense and uh, you know the, the whole team. You know we, we came out and played really great, um, but it, I mean it felt good to you know finally get my hands on one. But uh, you know I look forward to getting some more. And, um, you know, and like I said, I want to give a lot of credit to the defense, the D line. They do a great job of putting pressure on the quarterback and uh, forcing them into you know uh, forcing the quarterback in, into some bad throws. So um, you know it, it ain't all on me. Uh, you know it was a great coverage call. Uh, great rush by the D line, and you know, I made the play. So. Yeah, the more you play outside corners, he's going to keep it in there a little bit more. Is going back to the old way of doing things? Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, each week, you know, like I always tell you guys, um, I'm getting pretty more comfortable uh, getting in a, a groove of, uh, you know, finding myself as, as a, you know, an elite corner. And, um, you know, I'm still trying to work towards that, that goal. And, uh, you know, and most importantly, we, we just want to win. Uh, getting this 10th win is really important, and, uh, you know, it just it feels good. Talk about the momentum, the, the defensive touchdown before the half meant. And what, that, talk about that play and just how much of a swing that was. Man, that, that was huge, and, uh, you know, it, it, it said a lot for us coming out in the second half. Uh, we, you know, we came out on fire still. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that, that play was really huge for us to get points on the board, uh, especially on the defensive side of the ball to, you know, get the momentum going on offense as well. So that was pretty huge for us. I know sometimes you guys talk about interceptions and big plays being contagious. Did that kind of spark that, you feel? Yeah, I, I mean, I could ask you, you that same question. And, you know, what would you say? 
Well, absolutely, because right, right. you guys first had, you know, Rivers was having some success with church right, yardage at right. first, and you guys really kind of clamped down. Yeah, so like you said, uh, you know, good plays like that are really contagious, and um, it, it's really important for us to, you know, try to keep our foot on the gas, and uh, I think we did a great job of that today, and, um, you know, we came out victorious, but that, that's a, we beat a really good football team. Uh, the record might not say it, but um, those are some good guys over there, and, uh, you know, you want to tip your hats off to them. They, they made some plays, and uh, we just came back fighting. Side of a good team, though, that other guys can step up, right, and keep the, kind of the momentum going, whether it's defense, whether it's on offense. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, like, I'm just glad we got the W. This 10th win really means a lot to us and this organization. Uh, you know, we, we're going to, you know, celebrate this win today and then move on. So. Let's start off the show as we always do, and this time it will be with a happy head coach, Mike Zimmer, as he addressed his team in the locker room following the big victory. That's a hell of a win. Yes, sir. Hell of a win. Seven turnovers today. We talked. We talked about. We talked about during the week. Turnovers with this team would be big, right? We had seven, which is biggest in 24 years. Obviously, we know we got a big one coming up on Monday night, right? Let's go finish this thing. Right, five, three. One, two, three. And the Vikings actually started out right out of the gate with a touchdown on their first drive. It was Kirk Cousins who found Irv Smith Jr. in the end zone. Cook and Ham in the backfield on first and goal. They fake the pitch. Cousins throws. End zone. Grabbed by Irv Smith. The rookie. Did he get down in time? They're going to talk about it. Think is the is the right thing to do if there's any indecision because this will automatically be reviewed it's whether or not he has control does his shoulders hit out of bounds and as we can see from this replay he has control he hits the ground before getting out of bounds excellent job by the officials getting together to talk about it and confirm it first of all congratulations awesome way to kind of get this whole ball rolling huh no definitely um you know i feel like we had a really good week of practice um, you know, we wanted to come out, start fast, and I felt like we did that today. What did you see in the touchdown? Uh, you know, I just had fun. Uh, I felt like I felt like we had a good. Um, once we practiced that play, a lot of practice, the coaches were confident about it, and you know, all we had to do was call it, and you know, we knew it was gonna be a touchdown. Opening drive is like important to establish the tone, especially on the road like this. Oh yeah, definitely. You know. Um, Starting fast is something especially you need to do on the road. Uh, you know, get, keep the keep the fans involved. You know, get a get a nice start to the offense so you know we're confident uh, throughout each drive. So I felt like we did a good job of that. What was it like for the Vikings to just get out on the road and score a touchdown in that first drive? Well, it's something that I think everybody talked about during the course of the week as they're just guessing how this game was going to go and and guessing the mindset of of the LA Chargers that. They are a team, especially with the way Phillip Rivers is playing, that make them one-dimensional, make them press a little bit, make him try to throw the ball into this wind, which was a factor. And the way you do that is you got to start off fast. you got to put some points on the board, put the pressure on them early. Uh, I thought the offense looked great. It, was, uh, it, it made a lot of plays. It was clean football. There wasn't a lot of offensive penalties, especially in the first half. And, and then all of a sudden they do come back to, or on their offense and put some points on the board. But then that's when the turnover started for our defense, right there with the uh, with the Daniel. Uh, I think he had the, he had the force fumble, and then the Harrison pickup uh, that just started the the waterfall and cascade of all the bad things to happen for for LA. And you know it was it was a great win, man. It was a it was a lot of good things offensively, a lot of good things in the special teams game as well. 
Let's hear from head coach Mike Zimmer as he took to the podium following the big win. Okay, good win today. It was nice to get a win. Um, obviously, the turnovers were big. And, uh, you know, getting a turnover right before the, the half uh, and, the, and the touchdown was, was big. Uh, and then starting the second half with the, <clears throat> with the turnover was, was uh, big as well. So, uh, you know, I thought our offense did a really nice job today. They got a, they got a terrific couple pass rushers there and I uh, thought our offensive line did a nice job. I thought Kirk uh, played very well, um, made some, a couple great throws. The one for Diggs late in the game uh, was big and the one to Kyle was a big one. But I thought he played really well today. I thought Boone came in and ran hard. And uh, defensively, it was nice to see we get some turnovers. As a defensive-minded coach, how pleasing for you to see seven turnovers? They don't see that too often. Yeah, it, it, you know, when you can do that, it obviously turns the game around. And, uh, you know, we knew that they, they had been minus uh, in turnover margin. So it was important that we tried to get some today. But uh, that was good. And, uh, you know, we still got a lot of things to work on. We got a lot of things to clean up. And uh, we know we got a big game on Monday night. Well, we need them all now. You know, it's time. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do what you got to do, you got to go win games. And uh, but I'll say this about this team: um, it's not easy to win ten games in this league. And for us to go out and <clears throat> and get our tenth win, and still got a couple opportunities to get a couple more, uh, that's big. Uh, we got a bunch of fighters, and um, you know, I appreciate the way they work. <clears throat> what, have, what have you heard so far on Dalvin Cook on his injury? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Is it the same injury he had before? No, it's not. Could it be a long-term thing? Or do you have any idea? Or? I don't have any idea. Okay. Do, you ever, do you ever remember a defense of yours, Mike, forcing seven turnovers in a game? No, I know it ha- hasn't happened in the, uh, for the Vikings in 25 years or something like that. So, um, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, we we were fortunate today in some things. You know, Rivers is a great quarterback. He's got terrific receivers. Um, you know, we we were very fortunate today. Mike, you also talk about sharing the ball, not only offensively where they stepped up when Dalvin was down, but Afadi kind of getting a chance to take it in there. How important is it that these guys step up and they come up with the big plays? Yeah, yeah. and, and um, Afadi's played well all year. Uh, he's done a nice job coming in. Uh, getting in in the nickel, and uh, you know that was a big play. He hustles all the time, and so that was that was uh, great for us. You know, the game was kind of going back and forth at that point, and uh, for us to get that right before the half was really big. And uh, you know, but but we have other guys that have done a nice job stepping up too. Um, you know, like today Boone and um, Ola B.C. Johnson's played well throughout the course of the year, and um, Eric Wilson. I mean, we've had a lot of guys that come in and. Um, you know, it's a credit to the to the scouts and and the coaches doing a nice job of getting these guys prepared. Uh, Watts, you know, he's played quite a bit lately. Uh, Jalil Johnson, so all those things are good. What can you say about Boone and the way he kind of stepped up there? Yeah, I thought Boone ran really hard, really well. Um, you know, we knew he was a he. We knew that he was a uh, a really good runner uh, from what he's done in the preseason and and what we see in practice. Um, and he's kind of had a chip on his shoulder. He wants to get out there and prove his point that he can go out and run and, and be that type of back as well. You've coached a lot of guys on defense, but Harrison Smith, each and every game, just performs lights out, but he seems to take his game to the next level exactly when you need him. Yeah, <clears throat> Harrison is a great competitor, very smart. Um, 
I was telling the radio a minute ago that uh, he was giving me some suggestions on the sideline and what to call, and I was going to give him the headset and let him do it. But um, uh, <clears throat> but he's a he's a terrific competitor, a good football player. What about Bailey? He missed an extra point, but then bounced back four field goals. Yeah, and that, that you know, I, going into the game today, I knew it was going to be a going that way was going to be a tough, uh, really tough. Uh, special teams, you know, with the kickoffs and the punts and all those different things that were going on there. So, um, you know, it didn't really, uh, I mean, he hit the goalpost, but, uh, you know, Dan's been kicking great all year long, and then he came back and uh, hit a bunch of them. So uh, we have a lot of confidence in him. He's done a great job this year. How did um, Adam Thielen look returning today? Yeah, I think he did well. Um, you know, he had a couple nice catches. I don't know how many. I didn't look at the stats, but... Uh, um, yeah, it was good to get him back. Mike, you always talk about how, how hard it is, first of all, to win on the road, but you also want to control your own destiny. To check this off and have that momentum going into a game like Green Bay, how important is that for, for this team? Yeah, it was big. Uh, you know, we had um, we had Detroit last week, and we had this game. We know we got Green Bay coming up and uh, division games at the end. So... Um, you know, for us to go out there and fight the way we did and compete and, and uh, do what we needed to do to keep ourselves in, in the running, um, you know, that's all you can ask for, really. Do you like the way it sets up for you now, the last two at home in division? Yeah, I like being at home because uh, we got great fans. They're going to be loud. It should be a heck of a, heck of a football game on Monday night. Um, you know, Green Bay is obviously very, very good, and Rodgers is always a tough out. They got a uh, terrific uh, runner in Aaron Jones, and you know, their defense is playing well. So it um, should be a heck of a ball game. They say get your popcorn ready. It was 12-10 Vikings following a few field goals back and forth and a touchdown to, to Mike Williams from Phillip Rivers. But when it's 12-10 there and the Chargers have the ball in the second quarter, the Vikings make a play to end the second half. That is just one of the best plays of the season. On second and two, Rivers under pressure, lost the ball. It's on the ground picked up by the Vikings down the sideline to the end zone Ifadio Denebo for the touchdown Denebo the second year defensive end out of Northwestern and finds an early Christmas gift I think that was that was the Neil Hunter that knocked it out initially out of Rivers hands you see, Rivers was at first thought someone was falling into his lower leg, so he was trying to protect himself and the ball, and then Hunter, I believe, punched it out. And that was Odenebo's second shot at picking up the football. He got it back. It was Daniil Hunter who smacks the ball out, and it gets picked up again by the Chargers, and Eric Kendrick smacks the ball out, and then it's Afadio Odenebo who picks it up and storms into the end zone. Break down that play for the Vikings defense, one of the best plays of the season. Well, it's just Daniil being Daniil, and, you know, he's one of those guys that I, I think people need to – I know that everybody appreciates what he does and the type of player he is, but if you could watch the way that he sets himself up to make those plays, I think you'll have a better appreciation for the type of player he is. You know, that, that particular play, he uses long arms and a strong hands to just bull rush the right tackle and just put the right tackle right on his butt and freed himself up. 
again, use those long arms to, to collapse on the quarterback, and, and Rivers just couldn't hold on the ball when he's getting it punched out by his left hand. And so the ball comes out, uh, a couple attempts to pick it up, and then uh, Fadi finally picks it up, and then who's the guy that's leading the charge getting the key block but Daniil Hunter. So he doesn't give up on the play. He causes the play. Um, and, and, again, you look at that series of events where – they, it was a critical point in the first half in the game, really. If, if L.A. comes down and, and they score a touchdown, they go into halftime winning or you know, leading the game. All of a sudden now we go up on top, and then the very first play out of the second half, Melvin Gordon puts the ball on the ground, and, uh, and Daniil picks it up and runs it back for a, for a nice return. So it, it's within just a handful of plays for L.A.'s offense and our defense, it completely changed the scope of the game. I seen him on the ground, and I, I knew that if he had picked it up, there's going to be at least one dude in front of him. So, you know, I saw the dude, and, um, and I was just ran with all my might to try and block him. I know if we blocked him, he was, I thought he was going to be able to score because there's nothing but O-linemen behind us. So you ask him for goal line snaps then at fullback? Uh, I keep that on the O-line side. <laughs> no, no. You ever knock both tackles down in one play? Wait, what happened? You knocked the, the, the whole right tackle on his backside, and then he blocked the other oh. tackle. Oh, I didn't realize that. But, yeah. Career high, right? Two tackles in one play? Two blocks in one play? Yeah. But that's, I'm glad that happened because I'm, I'm happy for him. You know, that was his first touchdown. And um, the D-line, we play together. So when we play together, things like that happen. Neil, Mike Zimmer's talked about the next step for you is still room for improvement. Is, is knocking the ball out part of that? Trying to force those I'm just playing the game, man. I'm just going out to play. Uh, Keep leveling up, and, uh, do whatever I need to do in order to help my teammates, help the D-line. Uh, just going out there and continue to play, bro. And what's your, what's your path kind of development there with the kind of seeing the ball and getting the ball? Kind of thing. Is, that, is that part of the process? Of I mean, it's not all about just seeing the ball and getting the ball. You got to play within your technique and play within your fundamentals. But it's just going out there and just, um, just playing fast and not thinking about everything. What did you see in the football force to Melvin, the first one? Oh, that was a tackle, man. My hand happened to uh, hit his, um, hit the ball and it came out. But that's how we're taught to tackle. We practiced that since the, um, the two days and not two days, uh, training camp days. You know, we, we always got to put our hand in the correct place in order to force a fumble. Two really good defensive games in a row. By you guys. <clears throat> it seems like you guys are peaking at the right time. Is that kind of emphasis? Well, definitely. You know, we came back in. You know, saw what happened in Seattle. You know, we just had to go back in and just play with a chip on our shoulders. Well, Fadi, you got your pick six and you got to put the sword on the ground out in L.A. How are you feeling right now? Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, that was my first ever career touchdown. Never got one in high school and everyone got one in college. So be able to do that in, this, uh, in L.A. is pretty neat. Talk about how big of a play it was at a crucial time. It really kind of swung the momentum of this game. Yeah, so uh, on that two-minute drive, um, I think the Chargers got that interception, right? Yeah. And they're moving down the field, and Daniel just did a heck of a job forcing that forced fumble. And I remember I initially picked up the ball, and it fell out of my hand. I'm like, oh, no, what's going on? So then I see, the, I see EK hustling down to try to force the fumble from the running back. Then I saw the ball there. I was like, all right, I get a second chance. So I was fortunate enough to pick up the ball. Then I was running down. I was getting tired. I saw Daniel. Daniel put, on, put an excellent block, and um, – I was fortunate to score the touchdown, and it was good complimentary football. Just um, coach, uh, coach Zim always harps on uh, pursuit, effort, and that's a collective effort from Daniil and a collective effort from uh, EK. Better, better than you've dreamed up, or? Oh yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, just uh, especially doing it against the Chargers because um, 
I grew up a Chargers fan, uh, just because of uh, Ladinian Thompson and watching Philip Rivers. So like now being able to play them and be able to score my first touchdown, it's, it's been a pretty cool. Like, I, like I'm, I'm very grateful. You guys were so opportunistic today and, and like taking advantage and, and just seven takeaways. It's just yeah. massive. Just, uh, it's complimentary football. Um, I just think it just shows, tells you the type of men we have in this locker room. Um, after the first half, we came together. We knew we made a couple adjustments and we just said uh, we got to play our football. And the second half, and we went out and attacked and really imposed our will. So. It was a great group. It was a great effort on special teams. Uh, Eric Wilson with the block punt. Kirk Cousins was doing his thing. Uh, Mike Boone was doing his thing. It was just great football overall. With what you've shown this season, did you feel like as long as you got a chance somewhere that you could have this kind of success? Yeah, so just going from last year, you know, just being cut, um, I remember going this. I remember going into my third year, and I was thinking, like, hey, man, um, I've gotten to see what the taste of the NFL is, and I think, I think I'm pretty good. I think I can play in this level. All I need is a chance, and I'll make the best of it, and I think I'm doing that right now. Where, where's the area that you've grown the most since you've gotten the playing time that you've seen recently? Uh, I think just comfort. Um, having guys like um, Coach Dre, who's probably the best D-line coach out there, and Coach Rob, um, who, doesn't know, who doesn't get enough credit behind closed doors. They have an excellent game plan. They know how to, they know how to coach me up. Just having guys like Everson, Daniil, just – it's overall just a great D-line. It's just a great atmosphere in, in that locker room. This is two really good games the defense has put together in a row at a time where it seems like you guys really need to be peaking. Is that kind of emphasis on uh, It's emphasis. Yeah. Just uh, Coach Zimboy's harps on like, hey, like offense is doing well, special teams doing well. If we can get the defense going, we're, we're a pretty good team. And I think you saw that today. And we can't be um, content, uh, especially for next week. So we just got to play our football and, and we'll do well. Um, not too much. Work. Didn't really know what's going on with the Rams. Just, um, just focus on our football. Um, whatever, whatever happens to the Rams, if we just take care of our business, we just take care of wins. Can't be so caught up with other teams are doing. And we play our football. Everything will work itself out. But how about Kendricks and and Harry just playing lights out each and every time and just kind of lighting you guys up too? Yeah, it's just just having guys like Eric Kendricks and Harry just. Those two vets, they play with so much energy, and you kind of feed off of them. Mm -hmm. So, and obviously, I'm pretty close with two of those guys. So, seeing them do their doing their big things, like I feel like, all right, I need a, I need to make a big play. So, it's it's pretty contagious. So, it's pretty excellent to see that. And it's almost like a home game with so many purple. Fans oh, oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Did not expect that to see that many uh, Minnesota Viking fans um, in LA. So, when you got the whole school chant going, and it was a great feeling. Absolutely. That's where it goes to 19-10 into half. And then after that, the turnovers just kept on coming. I mean, Shamar Steffen makes a play on the ball. Um, we see a blocked punt from Eric Wilson. Um, I mean, Harrison Smith has an interception there. I mean, this has to be the second half that Mike Zimmer dreams of when he looks at his team going on the road to the West Coast. Yeah, I would think so. You know, you, you, you want to dial up certain plays. And I, and I know as a coach, sometimes that you dial up the right play and for whatever reason, it just doesn't work out whether the, uh, a player's not in the right position or whatever. It's, it's got to be so frustrating. And then all of a sudden today, when you want guys to make plays, everybody was making plays. And, and a lot of those, uh, you know, you look at those interceptions, 
Well, what happened in those interceptions? He was getting inside pressure on the quarterback that wasn't allowing him to step up, floating the ball, thrown in the thrown into the wind, uh, which was a stiff wind out here, and and caused some of those interceptions. And I and I don't want to take away from the fact that yes, it's it's the secondary making plays and guys knocking the ball out. But I thought the the defensive line, if you even if you just take away Daniel and what he did, I thought the defensive line played outstanding, just just causing a lot of turmoil, causing a lot of havoc. Only two sacks for the defensive line, but the the playmaking and the turnover ability, it was outstanding by that group. I've been saying it for a few weeks. I've been waiting for Mike Boone to make his impact because I know what kind of playmaker he is and what he's shown in the in the preseason. For him to come in there after Dalvin Cook gets hurt and score two touchdowns at the end of the game, what does that say about the depth of that crew that Kennedy Palomalu has? Oh well, it says a lot, and and I think that everybody, you know, if you're if you're a Viking fan and you've been paying attention to this team for a long time, every time in the preseason that Mike Boone gets the ball, you're like, man, this guy is just dynamic. He he makes people miss. He he has tremendously hard cuts, and I mean that in a good way. Um, he breaks a lot of arm tackles. And the guy seems like he's a complete back, and, and we're just so deep at that position. I understand why he's down on the depth chart. But when you, again, ask guys to step up because of injury, it's nice that they can step right in there, and the offense doesn't miss a beat at all. And and I think you know if, if we have to go into next week on Monday Night Football with Mike Boone as, as one of your, your lead backs, I'm very comfortable with that. for his second touchdown of the day of his career. Fans are very well represented as you watch up front. Good job by Boone finding the gap, but not much contact for, for him to get through to get into the end zone. Excellent job by the as we mentioned, a pair of touchdowns for Mike Boone as he was filling in for Dalvin Cook. Let's hear what Boone had to say in the locker room following the game. First of all, it was so insanely purple out there. And then for you to come through like you did that touchdown, how does that feel for you? Uh, you know, it felt good, man. Great to see a lot of purple in the stands. And uh, my number was called, you know, and I tried to be there for the team. Well, especially when the running backs are kind of running low, you felt you had to take it on your shoulders, didn't you? Uh, you know, for sure. In that room, you know, we, we, we carry each other whenever we need it. And, you know, the game we play, injuries happen. Uh, you know, uh, guys went down and, you know, like I said, just got to step up for, for one another. Can you take us through what you saw? Uh, man, first first thing first, you know, great job by the offensive line. You know, they, they open everything up. And, you know, the hole's there and then, you know, the rest is what running backs do. Just hit it and go. Uh, no idea. You know, that's Dalvin, whatever it is. I know he'll shake back whatever it is, and that's about it. That's all I know from him. Those touchdowns came at a crucial time, or you guys just kind of just put it away? That was that was kind of the dagger. Oh, definitely, man. That whole drive, you know, that's what that's what we're preaching. You know, put it away. put it, Punch it in. Punch it in. Those takeaways by the defense, too, that was a huge difference. A huge, a huge difference. Those guys came. They played lights out. You know, shout out to the entire defense. and. You know, yeah, we talk about moving. playing complimentary football, right? And all the way around, that's exactly. what you guys did today. Even on the exactly. road, that's even more impressive. Exactly. Um, you know, that's when it's you know harder to do. But we came out, uh, special team balled out, you know, lights out, defense and offense. And we put it together and got number 10. Is this the craziest you've ever seen, like, the crowd in terms of being on the road? Yes, that was wild. It was, you know, for it to be a away game, it felt like a home game. You know, a lot of purple, but it felt good to us, you know. How tough was the team down there? Uh, you hate to see anybody go down, you know, and 
you know, us being as tight as we are, as running backs, is, you hate to see that. But that's the game we play. It happens. Um, Mike, just what does it feel like for you to have this day, considering what you went through to be even on the team this year, to excel at special teams and then be the backup for all season long? Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's great to see, you know, hard work being rewarded. But, you know, it's far from over. You got to come back in and, you know, start it over, try to do the same thing again next week. Do you have any sense of Dalvin's situation right now? Not at all, no. Does it help a back to come in fresh the way you are? Uh, of course, you know, uh, you, you know, come in with fresh legs, you know, you can run a little bit harder, but, you know, that's, that's about it, man. Last thing on the Vikings offense, Kirk Cousins was 19 of 25, 207 yards, one touchdown, and he did make one mistake with an interception, but he played the exact game that Coach Mike Zimmer kind of would imagine him to play in a defensive performance on the road. Well, and I think there's some even some hidden yardage that should be in there. You know, there was uh, Stephon Diggs that had a, had a drop ball early in the game, and then and then all of a sudden he couldn't get his his second foot down on a well thrown ball to the sideline as well. That I, I thought were good were good passes. So he was doing everything that he was supposed to do, and I think there should be more yardage in that column. I thought that he was fantastic, just feeling pressure. He's doing a much better job of, of sliding around in the pocket, stepping up in the pocket, and not looking panicked like I think we saw him do some at times last year. Um, he's playing very poised football, and, and as the result, he's throwing a lot of darts. Uh, he's throwing a lot of things on target. He's putting his receivers in the best position to make plays. Uh, I, I think maybe the numbers don't tell the whole story of how well he played today. You know, anytime you can win on the road in the NFL, it's a great thing. Uh, great to get to 10 wins. Um, we're in a bit of a race here to the end of the season, and so every win is really important. Um, anytime your defense gets seven turnovers, it changes the entire complexion of the game. Uh, we had a lot of short fields, and it made a, a big difference. I think Fadi's touchdown at the end of the half was the play of the game um, for a lot of reasons. So it made a big difference, and uh, um, was disappointed that our offense didn't get more points off of those turnovers. We were given a short field quite a bit and just did not take full advantage of it, and that was uh, disappointing. And it uh, uh, was great to see how well we ran the ball near the end of the game. Uh, they knew we were going to run the football, and I felt we were still able to have some success, which was great to see. I thought Mike Boone did an outstanding job running the football. I think C.J. Hams continued to show what he's capable of when the football's in his hands. Uh, on a screen pass and running it. Um, he does a really good job. And, um, you know, it's kind of another game of spreading the football around and letting a lot of people make plays for us. Uh, Diggsy's catch on the sideline at the end of the half right before the interception was one of the better catches I've ever seen. I've been saying that a lot this year about some of the catches Rudy's made, but that was an unbelievable catch. So uh, we made enough plays today, and our defense obviously really helped us out. Special teams made some plays as well. So uh, I'll take any questions you have. <coughs> Yeah, I mean, it's still all up for grabs. Um, you know, we've got to finish strong. Uh, it's a two-game season now, and, and with the way we've played the first 14, we've put ourselves in a position to have a lot to play for these last two games. And, uh, um, you know, it's, it's 10 wins is, is a, a good place to be, but there's a better place to be, and that'd be 11 or 12. So that's what we're chasing. And, um, the NFC is pretty talented at the top, and so it's going to take um, you know a great effort these last two weeks to be able to you know get seated and, and get in. And then um, additionally, um, you know we've got to be playing really good football 
to have a chance in the, if we can get in the playoffs because, uh, um, you know, the NFC is loaded with talent. And so, we, you know, we want to be playing our best football as, as we get towards uh, the end of the year. You mentioned Boone and CJ. Are you worried about Dallas being ready for a three-day? Um, you know, I just take it one day at a time. We'll see where we are come next Monday. Um, you know, we'll be in no hurry to uh, to get him, you know, out there on the field. We'll, you know, be patient with it. And um, um, whether he goes or not, we'll have a plan. And, and um, you know, Mike Boone, Amir Abdullah, Alex Madison, whoever we're calling on, C.J. Ham. Um, thankfully, you know, we've asked a lot of them already this year, and, and they've shown that they're very capable of handling uh, a larger role. You, you, you uh, <laughs> mentioned a little disappointment and not cashing in on a short mm -hmm. short field. What can you do in the future to make sure you guys do cash in, considering the defense gives you the ball right. in those good situations? We've got to be more productive on first and second down. Too many times, you know, we were in third and seven or third and six and just didn't really do anything on first or second down. And then, uh, um, you know, if they're going to drop eight, play loaded zones, it's tough to convert on third down in, in the tight red. And then, uh, you know, we jumped off sides in a third down, which took a third and manageable to a third and long. And, um, you know, it was, it was a combination of things that hurt us. And then, uh, um, you know, we just, when you kick field goals, it's tough to win this league. You got to, you know, the good teams, the teams that win the playoffs and win, win late in the year are scoring touchdowns, not kicking field goals. You know, and we kicked too many field goals today. But again, when your defense gets more turnovers, it gives you more bites at the uh, apple. As an offensive guy, how much appreciation do you have for the, the defense? You, seven turnovers, you may go years no. without seeing that. Well, it's such a team game, you know, and, and when you're off, you know, there was a chance we could have put up more points with how many turnovers we got, how many short fields we got. We didn't take advantage of it enough. And so I just felt like, um, uh, you know, our defense put us in such a good spot that, uh, you know, we didn't do enough to take advantage of it. And so I'm going to look at it, you know, a little critically and not just look at the result, but look at the process and our role in it as an offense or as a quarterback and see, you know, what, um, what we can do or do better. Can you talk about the camaraderie that's been uh, this team has developed even before you got here, but since you've been there? Can you talk talk about that camaraderie and then how you fit into that? Well, it's always been a good locker room. I sensed that when I first arrived that there were just a lot of hardworking players who didn't have big egos or a big agenda. They just wanted to win, and uh, I felt I could fit into that culture pretty quickly. And uh, camaraderie certainly is built stronger when you win. You know, it's a lot easier to have a, a good locker room and to enjoy your week when you're um, winning football games. And uh, I've been a part of, you know, a 3-13 and 13 and a 4-12 and 12 team, and uh, it can be a different dynamic. You know, nobody likes losing. So when you win, the weeks tend to go a little faster. The season tends to be a little more enjoyable. And uh, uh, certainly at 10-4, and four, you know, it's more enjoyable than 4-10. and 10. What, say about, what, what do you say about all the Viking fans that were here today? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, just proud to be playing for a team that will travel like that. And, uh, um, you know, it, it was outstanding. I can't say enough about the way they've traveled all season long. I think back to Arrowhead and, and the energy they brought. But today was a tremendous asset to have them uh, take up so much of the stands and be so vocal. And, um, you know, it's I'm just proud to play for a team. Not every team travels like that. So I'm proud to, to claim a team that does. What challenges does that help eliminate for what the offense has to face, like not having to go silent, stuff like that? Yeah, you know, communication's a little cleaner. Um, I would think it helps our defense as well um, when their offense has to deal with the challenges that come with the noise. Um, you know, we didn't want to get lulled to sleep at all either, though. And, you know, we still wanted to be ready to communicate, you know, because 
when you're in a away stadium, their person on the loudspeaker is going to be loud and try to create noise as well. So we still had some noise at times and, and had to communicate over it. But uh, it's just great to have the, the backing and the energy of your, of your fans there in an away stadium. Spoke about Stephon Diggs earlier. Um, what, what was your assessment of this play, not just this week, but the previous week as well? Uh, he's he's done a great job all year. He's a special player. Uh, he, you know, some of his elite traits. One would be the the hands. You know, the ability to make that catch that he made at the sideline. He caught a ball on third down over the middle that was a big time catch in a tight window. Did a great job holding on in traffic. Um, he tracks the football as well as anybody. Um, you know, on the ball that was ruled out of bounds that he caught, but had a foot out of bounds um, that we thought was a was a completion. He just does such a good job of getting his eyes up and adjusting to the football. If I back shoulder him or if I bring him down the field, um, he gives me the freedom to throw the ball to different places and, and he'll adjust. And then um, I wish I had been able to step into the throw more on the third and long because he probably would have had a touchdown there if I had been able to put more on it. But uh, with the rush bearing down, just was glad we got it there and completed it. And then Mike Poon finished, finished off the drive. You got the Packers next. Uh, how, how big in your mind is it to get a division title versus a wild card? Well, it would certainly be a big help to be able to have a home playoff game, but um, honestly, it's it's first things first. You know, what's important is is beating the Packers, and, and we're not going to spend time or energy thinking about all that's out of our control. Um, we have plenty in our control, and we'll focus on that. But, um, you know, it's no secret that to, to have a home playoff game would, would help, and uh, the Packers know that too. So uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, two good football teams going at it next Monday night. You talk about the importance of this game, obviously going you know, Monday Night Football game against the Packers. To this point in your career, you've been 0-8 on Monday Night Football games. How confident are you going into this game? Yeah, it's another. You know, it's a great opportunity to end that and hopefully get a win on Monday night. So I'm looking forward to the challenge. Um, and, uh, you know, I need to get more cracks at it on Monday night and hopefully be able to, to get a win. But uh, this one will be a great opportunity to do that. The Vikings finished the game with a few more turnovers. As we noted, the Mike Hughes interception. We noted the Kendrick Strips uh, f- fumble. And then Anthony Harris seals the deal. The game's out of hand, but just throws it on top with that with that interception. So what, an, what a performance for the Vikings. Wrapping it up here, the Green Bay Packers beat the Chicago Bears. So it's going to be tough for the Vikings to catch... To, to catch the Packers with that tiebreaker. They play them next week at U.S. Bank Stadium. What do you expect for the Vikings in these last two games heading into the final two of the season? Well, I, I think that we've shown that we can be a complete team. And, and yes, the, the opponent has something to do with that. But there's no reason to think that we can't handle our business on Monday Night Football. That's not a place that the Packers at U.S. Bank Stadium particularly play very well. And we, we, uh, we play very strong against them. And, and all, all, the, all the right intangible things line up for us. So the way that our guys are playing, yes, we'd like to have Dalvin healthy, but I mentioned just how confident I am in, in Mike Boone and what they can do. Uh, I like our chances, man. I, I, I definitely think that this is a, it's a good Packers team. I don't think that they're an elite Packers team. Uh, and we can't forget the fact that we're, we're a pretty damn good football team ourselves. So uh, I think that all things considered, we come out and we play like we did today. We're going to come out with a W on Monday night. That is Ben Lieber from Los Angeles on the sideline there for the entire game. Huge win for the Vikings as they get set to take on those Green Bay Packers on Monday Night Football. Thanks again, Ben, and uh, we'll see you back here at the TCO Performance Center.